You're listening to Yoga Off the Mad podcast, episode number 49. And I am so excited because it's guest week. And today we have Gwen Ferraria, an international yoga teacher, trainer, educator, coach, and mentor. Gwen combines teaching skills, expertise with simple yet powerful marketing and business strategies so her students and clients can finally become confident yoga teachers and successful business owners. Today, Gwen is leading international yoga retreats, 200 and 300 hour yoga teacher training since 2016 and has helped thousands of yoga teachers elevate their yoga career. I am so excited to introduce to you Gwen. This is the Yoga Off The Mat podcast, a space you can learn how to deepen your connection with yourself, to live a fulfilled, passionate, and authentic life using the lessons from the mat. I'm your guide, host, and teacher, Amber Hackberg, and I'm here to inspire you to take time for yourself so that you can embody the practice of yoga and live your yoga on and off the mat. All right, I am so excited. I have Gwen here with me and I would love for her to introduce herself to you all now. Hi everyone, uh, thank you, Amber. It is um, such a pleasure to, to connect with you and and as we, we have the same uh, people, just a little bit in different ways, um, it, is, it is very nice to connect here. Um, so yeah, my name is Gwen. I'm based in Bali. So like Amber, I live uh, somewhere else than in my country. And um, and like Amber, I also have a little one. So what can I say about me? It's always this question about who are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a yoga teacher trainer also. So I, I train yoga teachers uh, to become yoga teachers since 2016. And uh what I've seen uh, also is an evolution on that because all the teaching of yoga has evolved. So following uh, my passion to help yoga teachers, I also now help teachers in the marketing and setting up their own business outside of setting up a studio, so mainly online. So, so that's what I do, if I would say. <laughs> Yeah, and I love so much connecting with Gwen, just as, you know, I, I told you all as um, I introduced her. It's when we have something that we're so passionate about, and then we put everything that we have, like our evolution of how we show up and serve and have impact um, on those we help changes as we change, grow and evolve. So, you know, I'm sure that those of you here listening started as a yoga teacher and then let that to evolve like who are you here to help who are you here to serve and you know maybe Gwen you could just kind of take us on a journey of how did you start out becoming like a yoga teacher trainer and then a yoga teacher marketer yeah so the um, the thing for me is that I always um just listen to uh what my community and and the the students are uh, wanted and I think that's actually how I make it work because at the beginning I was much more on this is what I want to do and uh, I'm just going to do that but then maybe sometimes I had no one coming into my classes or because that's just ideas that were coming from me so I think the change for me was really on starting to listen and 
I just listened to my students that were saying, oh, I would just would love to teach um, yoga and I actually want to learn from you because I love your classes. And then I was, I asked another teacher that I employed and said, can we do that? Can we teach a teacher training? She was like, yeah, definitely. Let's do it. So <laughs> that's how we started teaching teacher trainings. We just put one. And then after that, all our teacher trainings were fully booked since 2016 and um, just happening as I don't even know how it happened. <laughs> and, um, and so that's, that's because I was listening to them that then I saw also down the line that everyone that was starting to become a yoga teacher, then after teaching a little bit, they wanted more and they needed more skills to teach. So then I started to teach 300 hour. Then I started to teach 100 hours uh, courses to uh, for adjustment because I do a lot of adjustment and sequencing. And then uh, everyone switched online and we started to put all our courses um, online for continuing education for, for teachers. And then I saw that the teachers were struggling to do the same. So I was like, well, here you go. That's how you do it. <laughs> so now that's how I ended up teaching teachers how to create online courses, to market it and to sell it because that's just what I was doing. So it was very easy for me to share. Mm, yeah. And I think what you pointed out is like the natural evolution of like listening to what your students are coming to you and asking you again and again. And when yeah. you get that repeat question, it's like, oh, there's something here for me. I'm being asked this question because maybe I can help them and kind of letting your career evolve. Mm, definitely. I think it's so much about we have like this. Um, this desire and often as teachers as we go through such a process you know of studying yoga and depending on on how is your practice also but maybe you invested so much time in practicing maybe every day doing your teacher training paying for it paying for courses and then you often want to justify the fact that uh, I'm a yoga teacher, I did this, I did that. And so you want to use all your knowledge. And then that's why we, we want to create all of those things online or in person. I'm going to do a course for this because I know about it. But if no one is actually asking us to create the thing, it's going to be difficult to market it and to sell it. So that's why like listening and answering a need is to me like the best way to to make an impact yeah yes and I, I love a few keywords that you said it's like when you start to listen to what people are asking you so that you can have more impact it's like people are going to ask you and you know then when you start to learn how to market I love what you said just a, a moment ago I'm going to go back is can I actually do this you know asking someone mm. else can I do this and I'm sure you get that with your clients it's like I want to have more in an impact my students are asking me this but can I yeah exactly it is um that's why it's well that's why it's so nice to have support a community or just a buddy a yoga teacher that is doing the same thing that you want to do to be like to have this reassurance that we kind of all need you know as yoga teachers like it's we might not be um someone that like to be alone or with people that that's not what i mean but we need um often to the reassurance that we're actually helping people and that we do the right thing because um 
I think we're not very much business oriented. So, so sometimes we, we don't know if what we're doing is, is just to make money or if what we are doing is because we want to help people. So it's nice to have someone like for me that was uh, a yoga teacher that was working with me to ask, can we do this? <laughs> yes, and I love what you said too about not being business oriented because for me, like one of the biggest like takeaways that I ever had is like, they don't prepare you. Like if you really want to have a big impact as a yoga teacher, you really have to do become like a yoga entrepreneur to make it successfully. Would you agree? Yeah, completely. And, and also I like that you say like that we're not prepared, but because for me, like as a yoga teacher trainer, I hear that all the time. And, and I hear like people saying, oh, in my teacher training like they didn't tell me anything like if it's almost a regret you know but I think there was a space for everything and anyone that took a 200 hour knows that it's already too intense like especially if if we do it in an like um like a four weeks three weeks four weeks format you're getting so much information to just learn how to teach it's very hard to be prepared at also how to make a career which is another another dimension another program that also requires probably 200 hours yes Gwen oh my gosh I have goosebumps all over my body right now because I too like you and I both live in third world countries really tropical jungle Mm. beach life and I led you know over 20 of these yoga teacher trainings that are only two weeks three weeks long and you're already getting so much information and it's literally an abundance of information that like you leave usually feeling like, okay, what do I do now? And the truth is, is like it's implementation and a forever student. So now if you really do want to have a yoga business, it's time to study. And like what you were saying, get a mentor, get a business coach, get a mentor, which is really kind of what you evolved into naturally. Yeah. And um, yeah, definitely. That's why like sometimes I don't like so much the word coach because, but it's to me, it has a lot of uh, a lot of other meaning than just um, like a coach, someone maybe that push you or try to find, help you find solution. That sometimes what I think I do is more um, strategy and organization. That's mainly more what I do than, than being a coach. So I love the word mentor. Because, yeah, we need to find someone, I think all of us, someone that done what we kind of would like to do and then um, and then be mentored, you know. And not all yoga teachers are doing something another yoga teacher wants to do. So that's why, for example, both of us, we do mentor and help yoga teachers. But everyone has a different vibe, gives a different thing. So that's why I think it's important for all yoga teachers to take the time to reflect on what do they want and and also listen to their own heart and guts you know and being like yeah I'm I want to do that like so I'm going to seek for support because when we don't and I don't know Amber if you did um but usually we wait too long to do it and then we're like why did I do all of that by myself mm-hmm right there with you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I I always say like when I was in Costa Rica for starting out, like for the first few years trying to run my yoga retreats without getting a business coach, I was like, 
emailing literally every single yoga studio in the United States. Like if you advertise my retreat, I'll give you 15%. And the moment that I got a business coach, everything changed. Yeah. Um, and I love what you say about uh, coach versus mentor, because for me, taking on that coach mentality really just, I'm, I'm actually in the process of writing a post about this. It's, you know, the identity that you're saying, like, who am I? How do I tell you who I am? It's like, when I put that label on, I was like, but is that really what I am? So I, I too feel more comfortable with mentor and with what you're yeah. saying about uh, finding a mentor, a coach, someone that's going to help you to grow your yoga business. It's, it's just like yoga teacher trainings and yoga classes and yoga teachers. There's an abundance out there, but there's the right one for you. So listening to your heart, I think is really wonderful advice. Yeah. Ex and exactly like you said, like for the 200 hour is the same, you know, you end up in a place and usually it's actually the perfect course for you, but it might not be for someone else. And, and for programs to, to put your business as a yoga teacher and actually make a living. And I'm saying, and, and I'm sure we're on the same idea on that outside of a studio, because it's very different on being an employee, you work in a studio, you have, uh, let's say, 15 classes a week, you're making this amount of money, and, and that's it, and, and you're happy with that to um, I actually want to do something else and my own thing. And then that's how you have to switch into this more entrepreneur, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I, honestly, like, I think like when yogis, for me personally, when I switched from yoga teacher to yoga mentor to like yogi entrepreneur, it was like, oh, like this was just the natural evolution because entrepreneurs are out to have massive impact just as yoga teachers are. Yeah. What, what advice would you give a yoga teacher who's trying to like turn her passion, her yoga teacher training um, into a career? I will say that, well, my first advice is really don't do it alone. And that might at first not be with a coach or support because maybe you don't have the finances, you know, let's be honest, it costs a bit of money. Um, so, and maybe for you, you in a situation that you cannot even have installment payment or something like that to have help. So find someone that's maybe is doing the same than you as a buddy and is trying to grow and maybe together you can start, you know, um, doing your own thing, but staying accountable with each other. Because the big thing that happened is it's full of high and full of low time. So if you're going through this by yourself, you will stop. Yeah, you will stop. You will either take another job or you will teach in a studio. Mm -hmm. You will not make it like it's honestly I've I'd never see it yeah I think it's so true because this relationship that we have I look at like creating your own business like going into relationship with yourself um, and you really get to see your shadow sides because you get really excited when you know people are signing up for your workshops and things are going well but on the flip side of that when you launch something you know you start to create an offer and try to fill it and it doesn't work out it's like then you're like okay I, I'm a failure I'm not good enough this isn't working for me but if you have support and someone that's been like yep I've been there before yep that happened to me what if you try this it, it's so important for us to be able to have someone to reflect back to us that like we all go through that no matter how long we've been in been, been in business be before 
And I think yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I, I was just completely agreeing with what you said. I was just going to say too, like what you said about the investment. Like I know when I first hired my coach, it was like, it was really scary for me because it was almost $10,000. And I had to put it on my credit card with like no idea how I was going to pay it back. And some people don't have that opportunity. So there are ways to do it where you don't have to invest. And then there's also ways for us to like when I took my yoga teacher training, I had to borrow from my grandfather. And so it's like being resourceful. If we don't have the resources, it, like the example that you gave is seeking out someone that's where you are and you guys can just be buddies. Cause I know getting in the room with like my friends or who are doing similar things to me, it's so helpful. Yeah, it is. What do you think for you as like now a, a yoga mentor, a yoga teacher, trainer, as well as a yoga teacher, like for you, it's like, you know what it's like to be a yoga teacher and you also know what it's like to be an entrepreneur for you. Like, what does it mean when you have impact? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I think for me, I see having an impact is um, quite linked with inspiring so um, I see it for example like yesterday I was teaching one of my drop-in classes because well I still teach uh normal group classes uh in the studio and I just felt like everyone had such um such a great practice at the end and felt the impact of the theme that was in the sequence and um and so I did feel that they had an impact and I do feel that people that comes into uh, even my free Facebook group uh, where I have like a bunch of training, I do feel people have an impact. So I think like impact is just being inspired for you for the rest of, of your day, or it can be of your week, your month, your life. I would say that impact is that for me as a yoga teacher and, and mentor. Mm, yeah. And I can really feel that too. It's like when we're able to leave someone with something to feel or think about, like you made that internal shift for them. Mm. How did you, Gwen, Gwen, how did you go from yoga teacher to yoga entrepreneur? Um, so yeah, that was the, the time where I was, um, completely burnt out <laughs> teaching, uh, five classes a day, mainly Ashtanga. So plus my practice. So I was a bit, um, <laughs> on the edge of uh, burning out and I was like, okay, that's not possible. I'm not even making enough money to leave. <laughs> uh, so I have to find a solution. So what I did is because for me, what is important is my practice. That's why I became a yoga teacher and I don't want to stop my practice. So I stopped teaching completely. I hired a teacher uh, to teach in the studio. And then uh, I started to think, okay, what am I going to do? And that's at this time that I listened uh, to the people. And then I started to create workshops like once a week. And then I started to create uh, yoga and surf retreats. Uh, so in Nusa Lembongan, where I am. And then I started to do the teacher training. So that's how I evolved from, I would say, just teaching to teaching more things. And then after that, it was um, for the entrepreneur let's say it was, um, yeah, to continue to just 
listen. Is that what you mean by how I switched from yoga teacher to entrepreneur? Yeah, totally. And I feel like you just reflected back to me my exact story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Teaching, you know, an abundance of yoga classes a week, then going to surf and yoga retreats, then yoga teacher trainings. And it's like, okay, how can I help yoga teachers do what I've done? Because I find like, you know, maybe you can relate to this since COVID, there's so many business coaches, business mentors, and people teaching you um, how to grow your online business. But not everyone has been where we were, where we went from, you know, yoga teacher struggling, you know, getting burnt out to making a successful business, doing what we love, then helping other people do what we've done. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, completely. And I think like a lot of the well, let's say all the offers that are not so much from people that actually done it um, and that are not um, like yoga teachers and, and have done this journey. Sometimes it's great because they have like completely different um, business vision, but it's it's it just really feels right on the long term. And I think like for me, I've, I've taken like so many of our courses uh, for business marketing and um, from non-yoga teachers. And that's true that there was always a time where I'm like, yeah, but this is so not me. Like about, yeah, advertising, like the way that we advertise that we want to sell. I think as yoga teachers is really different because we so much want to be authentic and, um, and this journey of entrepreneurs sometimes really push us, well, to our limits very often, but also to reconsider thing like what is important to me. And often for us, what is important is compassion, authenticity, freedom. That's like some of the core values that I hear the most from yoga teachers. And so it's hard to just follow a business coach that will just push you to sell, 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 because that's not how we work. Yeah, I think you brought up some really good points that I've experienced with my clients as well. And, and it's one of those key points is wanting it to be authentic where, you know, I too have been in those business courses where it's like pain point marketing and really just constantly trying to dig into people's like pain and like sell to them in a way that like they need you. And I think as yoga teachers, for me, I was like, wait a minute, like I want to make people feel good and not in this yeah. like more, um, business driven. And so for me, one of my values is selling authentically. And since you brought that up, what does that mean to you? And how would you mentor, you know, a yoga student into selling? Cause I know it's like, yeah, but I don't want to sell. sell. Selling feels icky. Selling feels gross, you know, like whatever you want to, to label it as, um, what do you think? Yeah. So I definitely like, that's why I include like um, selling uh, heart-centered se selling training like in my own um, business training for yoga teachers because I do find that it is so important and for me like as an example like the time that I realized I'm actually happy with how I'm doing it is when one of my um, now student but that wasn't a student asked me like I actually don't know when how you make money because I never see you selling and advertising <laughs> and I was like then that's great you know because that means that um that yeah I'm because I don't want to be this pushy person or 
advertising all the time. She was like, I don't know how you make money. I can't even see like, when do you push your offers up, you know? And uh, so for me, that's what I mean with selling authentically. Like it really depends on yourself, what feels right. And of course you have to talk about your offers. If not, no one knows about it, but there was a way. And the way is always the way that feels right. Because as much as social media and being an entrepreneur will bring us out of our comfort zone and we will need to do stuff that are not comfortable, it's uncomfortable because we're scared of judgment and other things, but it is still authentic. That then there was another side where it's not comfortable because actually this is not you and you don't want to yeah, sell this way. So selling for me is just an invitation. And that's how I talk about it uh, with all my students is you have created this offer. You have made maybe a whole journey with your content to bring people from their awareness towards finding a solution for themselves. And that might not be your solution to uh, now buying. And you want them to start dealing with what is going um, to impact them, you know, and if they have any problem or they just want to feel better, this is the time that you won't tell them you have to find a solution because the day is now. It doesn't mean that it's your solution, but you want to, of course, invite them in yours. But what I think like for me authentically is really reminding people that there is solution for whatever you're going through so just do it <laughs> just uh find a solution and just feel better and do the thing that you're dreaming of because I think we can honestly do anything but um you have to stay of course authentic to yourself and when you you get to churn you sell your offerings online because that's what we do you can do it uh, without being pushy and just being like, this is what I have. You want it, you want it, you don't want it. Oh, it's not a good time for you. Then it's not. No problem. Oh, you, you said two, two things that, many things, but two things that I really want to highlight. And it's like selling as an invitation, you know, it's like, I made this thing. It could help you. And if you'd like it, I would love to have you. And it's like, and maybe now is not the time and that's okay, but it's like opening this invitation for something that you offered and, and letting their, them come to you. Like, because if they don't want it, they won't buy it. And it's not pushy. You know, if, if they don't want to buy it, then they don't have to. And I think that when we think about it as a form of like service, like selling a service and, and like bringing the offer here, here I am, um, it, it feels good in our body. And, and also the point that you mentioned on entrepreneur journey and selling being like a moment, sometimes of uncomfortableness, we look at our mindset. It's like a yoga posture. Is this pain because like I'm pushing too hard or is this pain because I'm starting to open up and like, as a yogi, you got to tune into like, what is true for you. And then, you know, like, is this the form of selling that I want to get behind? Exactly. Yeah, so good. And I think that for, for yoga teachers too, this is a really big hurdle is the mindset around selling to be a, a form of invitation or a form of service and that there's nothing sticky about talking about something you created to have impact and help people. 
Yeah. And, and of course, the thing is like, it's really something I feel that is progressive um, for us as yoga teachers. Like if you, if we, we, you have the habit of teaching in a studio, you're not marketing anything. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to create an online course. It's going to work because I want to move in another country. I want freedom. I'm just going to do that. That might be like such a shock all the things that you have to do uh, to, to bring to bring you there because that will be very much outside of your comfort zone because you will be able and have to invite people all the time. Then if you do it in a way that is progressive for me is then to grow your own community, for example. Mm-hmm. So let's say I have a Facebook group or you grow on Instagram is to actually invite people into your community. Yeah. And if you don't feel comfortable inviting people in a free Facebook group or to download your free um, checklist or your freebie resource, how will you be comfortable inviting someone into a $2,000 program? You will not. So <laughs> that's why like rather than going to, um, to the failure point where you will not feel good because you will not feel good inviting this person into your 500, 1,000, 2,000, doesn't matter, program you will not because you already don't feel good and confident um, in a free stuff. So that's why like, that's really what I teach my students to is like start inviting people into your, your free resource or your free community on Instagram, on Facebook, doesn't matter. And then once you feel comfortable, invite them into something that costs maybe 50 bucks and see how you feel. So make it progressive. <laughs> Yeah. And I love what you said. It's like little by little, right. And like get your nervous system and your confidence boosted by those invitations of like, Hey, I have this Facebook group to help you with X, Y, or Z, or Hey, let's stay connected on Instagram. And I share a lot of tips on this. And when you're able to like, you know, regulate your nervous system into the invitation of something free, then it's like, okay, as you start to create these high ticket offers of deeper transformation, you've already done it before. Yeah. It like feels that- easier. Yeah, easier. And I'm what I was going to say is like, same, same. It's like, it's not trying to go into a handstand in your first yoga practice. It's like, let's work with down dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, Gwen, this was so good. I feel like we could talk again and again for hours and hours. We'll have to do this again. Um, Definitely. I would love for you to share just like what you have going on in your world and ways that listeners can come find you, plug in with you. Yeah. So, um, well, I of course have lots of lots of stuff, <laughs> but I will say um, for yoga teachers, I have uh, lots of online self-paced courses that are more like for teaching skills. So, if you want to revise your anatomy, or you want to become a prenatal yoga teacher, or restorative, or yin, like I have a lot of online self-paced courses for that because I know sometimes before we expand our business, we also want to work on our teaching skills and teach different things. If you want to uh, grow your business and online or in person, I have also program uh, for that. And my main program is a six months mentorship program for yoga teachers where uh, we meet every week to kind of see what you have to do next week. I uh, teach you absolutely everything and you have templates and all the things you can imagine to bring you in six months to have uh, an online program, whatever is your online program and have an online community. So it's not just about selling. 
the idea of this six months program is that you can do everything on repeat. So once you leave, I want you to be independent. So you will know exactly how to market and sell any offers that you have authentically. So you know uh, that it feels good to you and you have all the back end of your business ready. And so that's a group program, which I love because there is such a great energy for all the yoga teachers that are growing together in it. And we have accountability buddies. So you also connect with another yoga teacher in the program. And yeah, this program starts at any time. So we have an open enrollment and we always have um, a few, a bunch of uh, yoga teachers in it. And why I don't, I also like to say why I don't make it on a start date is because sometimes we have pressure when there was a program that starts, let's say, on um, June 1st and then on July 1st we not at the same place that everyone else then we feel actually low but in business it doesn't work like this there is phases that will go faster for you and longer for you so this is an open enrollment so when you come some people will already been started since almost the six months and some people will uh, be beginning uh, a week after you so that's the the whole idea of it uh if that makes sense <laughs> yes i love it and it, it's probably something that you teach in your course as well Is basically it's an evergreen course that you can join in at any time rather than open and close doors and you know that's something that um both have their benefits too and i i love open enrollment as well um yeah and it's like the coaching calls so we have coaching calls like twice a week and they're just so good you know because there is this open enrollment and everyone doing their own business, but together in a way. So alone, but together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and this is the Elevate Your Yoga Career Mentorship Program. And I um, yeah. just love, love what you're offering. And I'm, I'll plug this into the show notes. So anyone that wants to come find you and look more into it, um, they'll be able to easily find you and find you on Instagram as well, where we connect. And I'm so grateful. Yeah. Yeah. I also have a Facebook group. So a free Facebook group that is called also Elevate Yoga Career, where we are over 3000 yoga teachers in now. So if, um, if you're listening to that and you want to plug in to the Facebook group, that's also possible. And I think the podcast is going out in June. So in June will definitely, I think that at this time, there will be uh, something special for people that are enrolling in the six months mentorship. So definitely have a look at the page um, when you're listening to that. Amazing. I'll put those in the show notes for you here listening to go find her, check in, look into those bonuses. And this episode will be launching the second week of June. So take that opportunity to connect with Gwen. And thank you so much. It's been such a treat, Gwen. Thank you, Amber. It was such an honor to be here. Oh my gosh, was that not just the most epic conversation? If you're a yoga teacher and you're listening now, I'm sure that is tickling you inside. I love teaching yoga teacher trainings and just reminding those that are coming fresh out of a 200 hour, like this is just the beginning. And Gwen and I really dove into just that the reality of becoming a successful yoga teacher really means stepping into the entrepreneurship journey. And I honestly think that like there's no better person to step into being an entrepreneur than a yoga teacher. 
we are meant to have massive impact. That's why we start yoga. Yoga changed our lives. And then we're like, we have to share this transformation with other people. It's inside of us to show up, to serve, and to change the life of others through yoga because we know the impact it has because we lived it. And so when we can step into being an entrepreneur, we get to step into growing into the best versions of ourselves. Yoga teachers are committed to their growth, to being the best version of themselves. And then as you step into the entrepreneurship journey, you really get to see and witness like, oh my gosh, there's my shadow again. That triggered me. Can I really do this? Am I? I'm an imposter. No, I can't. What if I fail? And that is the definition of an entrepreneur taking risk without a promise that it's going to work out. And every time you create a new offer, you show up and sell a new service. It's like, can I do this? I have mentors that are making millions of dollars that still have that question. What if no one signs up? What if it all fails and gets burnt to the ground? And us yogis, we have the tools. That's why I love so much being a yoga teacher, a business mentor, a lifestyle coach, someone that has been through it because I totally get it. We got the tools. And it's like, for those of us that have the tools, it's like, we're ready to show up and do the uncomfortable thing. And yeah, it still scares us. Even though we have evidence that it's worked out, we've done it before. Here we are again, witnessing and experiencing our humanness. <laughs> it, it's so great to be able to witness our humanness and accept that the humanness is going to show up in every area of your life, in the relationship that you have with yourself, in the relationships you have with others, and most definitely the relationship that you have with business. So wherever you're at in your life right now, whether it's you're focusing on growing your business, you're working on your relationship, you're wanting to find more ground and creating wealth in your life. It's all the same. Come back to the relationship that you have with yourself and ask yourself, what is the next step that I can take? And is there something that's holding me back from taking action towards where I desire to go? Because just as Gwen mentioned, can I do this? Hey, Amber, can I do this? Yes, you can. Let's do it. And then you do it and you look back and you say, Amber, how, how did I do that? Don't worry about the how. Stay committed to the impact you desire to have. Stay committed to trusting that the desire you have is meant for you because the truth is, if it's a desire you have, it's meant for you. And as you question, can I do this? Tap into those yogi skills. And tell yourself, hmm, I've been here before. Maybe it was in a yoga posture. Maybe another business move. Maybe leaving your last relationship. Trigger that inner evidence. And then go for it. Thank you so much for listening. If this sparks something inside of you and you want to help others in your community, invitation to share this with someone you know needs to hear this today. And if this helps you unlock something in your life, in your business, and you want to go further, uh, invitation again to reach out to me on Instagram at Amber Hagberg, or you can find me on my website. I would love to open the conversation to see how I can support you in taking action, giving you full permission to go and create the life that you deserve and you desire. I'm here. I'm in your corner and I will talk to you in the next episode. Oh, and there's just one more thing. 
big announcement happening. Last podcast episode on Friday, I believe Friday the 24th. Correct me if I'm wrong when you check your calendars. Last Friday of June, big announcement coming soon. So if you're not already, subscribe. Be sure that you are listening in to get our new updates. I'm so excited. All right, chat soon. And I want to thank you. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening to this podcast. It's an honor to know that people are listening and gaining value while generating their own insights. For more actionable tools and practices, head over to my Facebook group, www.facebook.com groups slash yoga for inner peace to learn more practices that you can put into your toolbox to reduce stress, build confidence, and create a community of other women who are like you, wanting to better their lives, to better their communities. Thank you again for being here. And if you're on social, post a photo of you listening to this and tag me, Amber Hackberg, so we can hang out online and continue growing this relationship first from the inside and then from the outside. I'll see you on the next episode.